This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. If you haven't heard about Anchor, let me tell you, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Check this out. It is free. No, I'm serious. It's free, 100%. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor then distributes that podcast for you, and you can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can also make money from that podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. If you like what we have going on here, make sure that you support the people that support us. Go to shop.lowerafterhours.com for all your clothing needs. Again, find that at shop.lourafterhours.com. Want to see a real velocer after dribbling a basketball? Go to shop.lowerafterhours.com. Do you have a sarcastic friend in your group named Jeff? Then go to shop.lowerafterhours.com and find them the perfect gift. And we are back on Lower After Hours. This is Mike Ryan fan account. Excited to get Lorenzo. Or crap, I need to restart that. <laughs> this is already going so well. So well, well yeah. <laughs> and, all right here. And we're back on Lower After Hours. This is Mike Ryan fan account, and I'm excited to bring you our special guest, Lorenzo. Join us as the Lower Rangers enter the Lorenzo. We need some kind of sound effect right there. We'll, we'll add that oh, wait. In, in a post. We don't have Yeti's amazing track. We don't. We're, we're, we're going to add it. We're going to add it afterwards. Afterwards. Yeah, you've got your I, own song. Is, Ye- is Yeti here? I don't know. I, he is no, not. He doesn't uh, usually join us for the recordings, but he is in the chat, and we always send him the link in case he's able to, you know, to I've hop been on. Meaning, I've been meaning to show him love because uh, there's been a lot of great things that have happened this, this month. That's easily number two. That song that he made of the Lorenzo song was fantastic. A little well, we're, uh, Marilyn we're, Manson, a little Twilight Zone intro. Was, was, right, was, right. It hit all the right notes. <laughs> we're going to fantastic. Uh, we're, we're going to get to probably what is on your number one list. I know some people brought some questions for that as well. Uh, but before we get to that, I just want to thank you for being here, Lorenzo Rodriguez, producer. Uh, television producer for the Dan Lebitard show. And I know in your Twitter bio, it says uh, digital content, basically. Is that your main, like, what else are you producing? Like anything else right now? Or is it primarily Lebitard show? 
as of right now, it's it's a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Uh, I've, I mean, we granted you, you guys all know me from from uh, producing the TV simulcast, right. but as of right now, that's been if you if you've been watching on ESPN Ooze, it's just a nice little looping animation by one uh, Angel Resto. Shout out to Angel, uh, the right. man who makes all the wonderful graphics that you see and love on our show. Um, and as of then, it's been basically utility man for our, our company. Um, okay. Much like Charlie, Charlie Hume, who works with us as well. Um, I've just kind of trying to find some spots, help where I need, where need be. So sure. um, I've been helping the highly questionable crew since we've been doing a show, a national TV show from our basement okay. and all, all the other uh, HQ producers have been working from home. So uh, now we're kind of back to speed, thankfully. Everyone's okay. got Adobe Premiere. Spoiler alert, that's how we edit our show. <laughs> and, uh, and and we're in a nice place. Uh, I've been able to take maternal uh, leave for a little bit and enjoy uh, some time with the, the, the little one and the missus. And uh, when I come back in about a week or so, uh, we'll, see, we'll see if we have a TV simulcast or not. <laughs> a lot of changes going on at ESPN. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we'll see. We'll see where that where that takes me, um, digital producer. Because I think I think the one thing that I've I've been thrilled about, um, and I'll get to you guys with this, um, with our our production staff is that we kind of because of the pandemic and the and quarantine, we've kind of had to experiment and try new new things. We did sure. a show for for about three months strictly social media based it was we, we had the panelists do their their stuff from home and and we didn't we couldn't espn needed certain uh parameters to, to put what we were recording on zoom so just like this this podcast right. on national television we got to that point uh but before then we were just experimenting and trying new things we had mean at the movies and we had chance the rapper join us Right. Uh, we were trying new things. We have the, some of the younger uh, HQ producers. I'm thrilled uh, that they took an idea and, and ran with it. And now that you have that last shake uh, uh, mini series that, that HQ has been putting out sure. uh, parodying the last dance. And I, I'm just happy. I'm thrilled because this, the one silver lining, I guess, in, 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 in having to work from home is that we've, I think people have, have, have explored and found new, new avenues to create, to try new things, to bring people together, Lower After Hours crew. Right. And here, here we have you guys. You guys took a little spinoff uh, episode and made it now a podcast, and it's fantastic. I'm glad that this is bringing together uh, a, a community of, of, of fans, of passionate people from different places, different hemispheres of the world. Sure. And, uh, and yeah, it's a, it's a beautiful thing. Well, thank you very much for saying that. We we really appreciate it. And, Long-winded uh, answer, I'm sure uh, you'll no, see that's okay. for a lot that's of okay. You asked why right. I'm a digital producer on my, on my bio. <laughs> Somewhere in there, I gave you that answer. You did. You did. Absolutely. And uh, yeah, obviously, we've learned from the best. We are riding the coattails of a show we have no uh, connection to other than being super fans. And we're going to ride that, you know, up the charts of, of iTunes and whatnot, because there's a little Stugats in all of us. Basically, what I'm hearing from your answer is that you finally have all the time to produce the content that Dan gives you shit for constantly. <laughs> uh, is kind of kind of what I heard in that that long-winded answer. So we'll leave it at that, and uh, we'll get the questions rolling 
again, Zoe, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we're going to kick it off with, uh, I believe, the gentleman that, that booked you for tonight, and that is Steak Sauce out in Albuquerque. Steak Sauce, go for it. The man, man himself. What's up, Zoe? How What's you up, doing? Steak? Good, brother. How you doing? I'm great. Good. I'm going to give you, before we get silly, I want to give you a chance to talk about the number one thing you're most excited about. Um, how, how is fatherhood treating you so far? Marmots. What? Oh. Oh, fatherhood. Oh, the number one thing. <laughs> um, it's fantastic. Uh, thank you for asking. Uh, it's been, I'm still on cloud nine. I've, I'm, I'm ecstatic. I'm, I'm, I'm thrilled. Um, a little sleep deprived, but all in all, it's been, it's been, it's been a true blessing. Um, leading up to it, I, I, I would have told you something else. I would have, I would have, I was extremely worried about just getting to the to the hospital, not having. I, I'm not going to lie. I had a, a, a one nightmare during the during waiting during the pregnancy, where it was like I, I thought it was going to be like Dawn of the Dead, people like clawing to get into the hospital. Like I thought this is my weird, crazy mind. I thought like COVID was just going to run amok and it was going to be a bad situation. Thankfully, at least here in, in the DMV area, things have kind of calmed down a bit. Um, it was, I mean, that we, we went, we had our, our, our child at uh Sibley hospital and they were phenomenal. The staff there was great. Uh, despite all the, the things going on around, around us in the world, it, they kind of, they did a really good job of just letting, letting that already stressful situation be, be all that you had to worry about. So, um, thankfully the baby was born healthy Thank the Lord, good Lord. The Mrs. Wifey's been, been great. She's recovering just fine and uh, getting used to, to changing diapers and, and, and slabbing aquaphor on, on bums and, and, you know, and just in, and, and watching a lot of the wire. Uh, we, 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 we've enjoyed uh, just binging the hell out of the wire. Uh, one of our, our, I got a HBO max finally. And one of the things I, I've been meaning to get around to was watching uh, the, the the cult I guess you can call it a cult uh, HBO classic and I we loved it loved every minute of it indoctrinated with the uh, the the heroin drug trade of of the, of the city of Baltimore at a young age. Can I tell you I'm from Albuquerque so I'm supposed to say Breaking Bad is better but The Wire is the best show in the history of TV. I love the I'm with you Snake like Breaking Bad it has still is number one this one's like i'm i'm we're at season three we're right around the, the like the part where they create hamsterdam that whole area and that whole storyline so i'm i'm excited They're like uh, Mc, Mc, mcnulty or as i like love to call him like bubs does mcnutty uh is is now trying to like get back to stringer bell and all that it's exciting i, I season two gets a bad rap people told me oh it's sick with it. season two is kind of bad but um, we stuck with it. I enjoyed season two. It gives you a little extra perspective uh, on on just like the scope of of, of the shady on the world. Um, but yeah, it's been it's it's up there with Breaking Bad. That's for sure. Steak, did you did you ask your question or was that? We're good. Yeah, go, go Once again, somewhere okay. in there, there's an answer. <laughs> right. If if you guys like, sometimes uh, I, I didn't know if that he just wanted to give you a, a lead in to the fatherhood thing or, or what. All right. Thank you, Steak. Next up, we've got Beat Count. Uh, I believe he has a, another question slash comment on, on that uh, number one thing that happened to you this month. Go ahead, Beat. The man with the stats. What's going on, Lorenzo? How you doing, man? What's up, Beat Count? How you doing? I'm, I'm doing fairly well. Uh, like yourself, 
I recently became a, a father again. Um, Congrats again. Baby number two was born on <laughs> Wednesday. Uh, so wow. Little, so, yeah. So super. And here fresh. you are doing this damn podcast. What the hell are you doing, man? <laughs> so it takes yeah. a, it's a one week old, not even a one week old. <laughs> yeah. Four, four, Congrats. four days old now. Congratulations. Yeah. Um, needs a break. Thank you. And, <laughs> And uh, congratulations to you and the and the Mrs. Zoe as well. Um, what are some things that in the first few days of fatherhood are exactly like you thought they would they were going to be? And what are some things that are completely different than what you thought they were going to be? Great question. Um, the things I expected were well, the things I expected were the frequency of of the feedings and the the input and the output. Uh, that was like, I was told, get ready for that. Brace yourself for, for, for the frequency of, 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 of how many times they're, they're eating and how many times they're pooping. That's, that was expected. I wasn't familiar with the different, like all the, all the, sh- all the wonderful shades, all the, co- the colors of the, the poop rainbow that I've encountered. <laughs> the tar. Um, yeah. <laughs> that, one, that one was, that was like some, like, speaking of Power Rangers, that was like, it's like the secret of the ooze crap. Uh, like that, the first uh, for the, the uninformed, the, the the first few poops that newborns have is like this tarry black, like gack looking, uh, the consistency, right? I think it's not just newborns. Yeah, yeah. Black it's, tar heroin. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 called a uh, uh, meconium. It's basically meconium. what the baby there we go. Uh, digested there we go. the first like nine months in the womb. So yes, the ooze, and 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 you see that, and then changes all types of colors. The thing I I. I was I, I, that surprised me. She's actually a lot better at sleeping than 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 I expected. I thought I'd. I mean, I I, I joked about sleep deprivation, but she's actually been a pretty damn good sleeper. Um, she takes after her father, I guess, in that because um, she knocks out. We've had we get like four hours at times from her, four four and a half five is the most. Um, we got that damn snoo thing. Shout out to snoo, Doctor Harvey Carp. I love you, man. You've you've given it yes yes beep count knows knows what I'm talking about the little it's it's an amazing uh, invention shout out to 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 the Snoo fam the happiest baby I think is the, the company yeah but uh but yeah that's been a lifesaver and um yeah I'm I'm ex- I'm, I'm I'm thrilled to see where where uh what else what other new surprises come my way I'm really looking forward to now like the next few months when they actually start getting a personality and start reacting to things and. And and she starts getting on uh, becoming a little person. That's what I'm, I'm most excited about. But I hope yeah. I answered your question, B. Absolutely, man. Uh, thank you very much for your time tonight. I appreciate it. Of course. Back to you, Crispy. Thank you, Beep. All right. Good toss. Next, good. It was that was good. That's it's not bad. Back right? to you. Back to you. I'm Beep Count with Lauer after hours. All right. Up next That's we've my got. Life. Oh, sorry, John. Damn it. Okay. All right. Uh, we got new friends yeah. popping in. Now we got Lev. Oh, Reddit Mark. Oh, did he just show up? He, he likes it. He, he likes. Yeah. He always oh, does. He does. It, is his audio not working? Yeah. He's got the little connecting dots. Okay. He hasn't heard us gotcha. yet. Just don't say anything. Can I sneak in with a technical question? Is is the lechona sal in a cajachina count as barbecue? Oh wow! Yes. Thank you, John in Miami. Uh, yeah, I'd actually have to just. So a cajachino roast is, is basically, it's like a wooden box. Sometimes people do it in the ground. Like they just dig up a hole and, and, and put a grill 
and then uh, you'll buy a, a, a full-blown pig and chop it in, or cut him in half, uh, marinate him with with uh, with like uh, ajo or garlic, and like you get you get different different schools. Moho, you just like just, like just lay everything, every little herb and spice on on this pig. Uh, usually, you, you do it for like a day. Uh, the, the real experience, uh, lechon roasters will will do it for usually. So, for my Cuban uh, family, we do it a lot on Noche Buena, which is uh, Christmas Eve. Uh, there's other times to do it, but that's when you really break the bank. You go all out. You get the the cajachina. There's a company now, I think, in Miami that sells that strictly sells cajachinas. John, is that is that Am I correct? Sure, you can even That's buy them at Home Depot. Yeah, like they're they've they've now they've 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 made it a a household item, and you roast it basically for about half a day. On top of that, like you you marinate it and then you you roast it for about half a day. You, you start you you start people start showing up to the party and you start smelling the pig slowly crackling and 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 getting nice and toasty. You, I like the like so you get some some people that will eat everything off the pig and i mean everything i've seen some some pig roasts at a tailgate where people have eaten the brain of the pig not my stilo but oh, yeah. i've had I've, the most i've had is like the ear of the pig it, it, it's got to be nice and, and crispy it's a weird t- uh, taste because it's like it's cartilage and fried or it's like roasted cartilage but yeah a, a, a well done lechon is where it's at. You get some, you just get some Cuban bread, just rip it right off and just like lay the, the, the pig in there, uh, lay the pork, lay, put some, some onions, whatever you want to add on there and you just go to town. Jeff's got a follow-up question to that. Jeff, go ahead. But is cacina really like barbecue or is it just like an oven? Because that's what or I'm going to push back. If I may, if I may, Lorenzo. So um, please. Thank you. Um, so that, that's why I was saying it's a technical question because you, it does involve, it does involve, um, coal. And so what you're doing is you're putting the, the, the pig, the whole pig in a box. And then on top of the box, you have this like a steel, uh, cage. Yeah. A steel sheet that you put the, the coals on top of. And, and then once it's cooking halfway through, you go ahead and you turn it um, skin side up so that the skin can then, and the crackling can go ahead and, and, uh, and crisp up and you salt it and that whole thing. But that's why it was a technical question because it does involve coals, but it's not direct heat. I mean, it's direct heat in the sense that it goes through the pan, but it's more like an oven. And that's why I asked, you know, if it was technically barbecue or not. I love the detail. I'm, I'm going to count it as a, as a, as a barbecue. You're roasting. You're 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 doing. You're roasting pork. You got charcoal. That's barbecue to me. Yeah, I dig it. I, I, I'm I, really I hungry now. Like we could. I think all of us could talk about food for the rest of the the night. I have not eaten all day, and yes, I am like mouth watering right now. Yes, I have not big to it. See, uh, in in. A uh, white guy from North Carolina culture, uh, we, we just call that a pig picking. You know, like, you know, we, we've got the pig roasting all day uh, on the, the, over the fire and stuff. So it's, I think there's probably a version of that in most, most cultures. Um, I, I could not begin to repeat what you guys just called it. Um, say, say it for me one more time. Cajachina, un lechon. Well, the pig is un lechon. 
Okay. But the okay. box in which in which it's it's roasted is a caja china, a Chinese gotcha. box. Okay, cool. I'm gonna have to remember that. All right. Wait, uh, if you guys, if you guys like your food. You gotta. The, your next guest should be one Elizabeth Fearman uh, from the from ESPN's number one challenge podcast. She is a huge foodie. Loves to loves to cook. Got some great recipes. Okay. Small plug for for ESPN's number one podcast. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, like uh, if, if uh, you could, you know, grease the wheels a little bit for us, you know, tell her how, how great of a time you had on here with us tonight. I shall. Um, that would that would go a long way. Thank you so much, though. All right, next up, we've got Cody Cavalry. I believe he's got a yeah, – well, I'm not even going to preface it. I love his questions. Go ahead, Cody. Yo, what's going on, brother? Mr. Cavalry. Hey, man, congrats on the uh, – you too, man. Congrats on the new baby. Um, <clears throat> so my you, topic is um, – so Steve Harvey – Gives you a call, wants you to come on the feud. What four ESPN employees are you bringing with you to take home the quiche? It's a great question. So I'm getting four other ones on my ESPN family. Four Ooh. or five? Five if you're not including yourself. No, no, I'm, I'm come on, come on, Cavalry. I'm, I'm certainly jumping <laughs> in the mix here. It's me. Um, can I, can I consider? Can I go with the the Schwab? Is he still? I mean, he's not still technically ESPN, but he's still in the ESPN umbrella. Because uh, no, it's got to be current. All right, all right, no uh, flaw. I'll go with the I'll go with the bear, Chris Felica. Shout out uh, Miami Miami man, Chris Felica. Um, I'll go with Tony Reale. Tony Reale, uh, a a a encyclopedic knowledge on uh, on him. Uh, so I'm getting him. Who else? Scott Van Pelt, also just all about pop culture, uh, all about sports. And I got the last one has to be a female. Last one has to be a female. That's true. I got to get the ladies in there. Um, hmm. I'd get Allison Turner. Oh, wow. wow. Just upset. to piss her off. Because like I'm sure if I told her, <laughs> Allison, guess what we're doing this weekend? We're recording an episode of Family Feud with Steve, Steve Harvey's going to be on. I'll do my whole shtick where I'll try to like. Get her ramped up, and, and she'll just she will not she will, won't be about that life. But but it's Allison Turner, and I'm sure she'll she'll do well in the feud. Very hey, nice, man. Appreciate it. I hope that I hope that's a good team, right? That's a winning team, isn't it? Yeah, that that's a squad. I was that's about a squad. Kirkjian maybe, but but he he's just he's all about he, he's he's his forte his wheelhouse is baseball, but who, and and board games. But yeah, you want a well-rounded knowledge and decency. Team, so I think. Yeah, I th- and decency. I think uh, I think I'm I'm happy with my squad. I think I'll, I'll I'll take I'll take them to the feud. Steve Harvey, by the way, way too many. He's everywhere, man. Yeah, you gotta lay off, Steve. <laughs> Let some other people have a piece of the pie. Before Seriously. it was Michael Strahan. Michael Strahan was hosting everything, and now Harvey's all over the place. Like, come on. He's like, yeah, he's he's on par with Ryan Seacrest at this point. Uh, Seacrest is kind of. He's kind of calmed down a bit, though. Mellowed out, yeah. With, yeah, he's mellowed out now. He's he's not as 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 prevalent as he was before. Uh, but Steve Harvey, yeah, take a vacation, man. <laughs> All right, we're gonna keep it rolling here. We've got Lou Rafter, aka Bruce, uh, aka I actually don't re- know his real name. It's just dawning on me right now. So Lou, go ahead. Hey, what's going on, man? I kind of have a different question than what you've been getting tonight. Um, does thought require language? 
Does thought require language? No. Wow, that's kind of blowing my mind. I'd have to answer using language if I have, if, in order to, but I don't think that you need language for thought. You just, you can have gestalt images. You can have, you can have ideas, uh, uh, image, like imagery in your head. If you, I mean, I think you need to have senses. You need to know, you have to have a, a, a knowledge base, but language, no, you don't need language for thought. How is that your shortest answer yet? <laughs> I try to use it with you. I try to answer it by using the limited, the most limited amount of, of language. Well, okay. Possible. All right. I'm not, I'm not calling you out on it. I'm just saying like, like I'm, I'm impressed. Like you came to that conclusion pretty fast. And that is a well, like, think of like Stonehenge. Stonehenge was okay. created thousands of years ago. Who knows if there was a, 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 a language system uh, in place by the people who erected Stonehenge. Well, you know what? Someone had to say, okay. uh, uh, we're putting this rock here and that rock there, and that rock's going to be on top of that, or aliens. <laughs> Lorenzo, I'm not going to lie. I, I put that question in there because I was really hoping that you were going to go on a really long tangent. <laughs> and that's the he whole totally, reason why I asked that question. And he just, short question. Thanks. He, he totally. How, he how's totally it been being a father that. has been longer than that, than, than that philosophical mess? Hello, Charlie Hume. Hey, Lorenzo. First time, long time. Just want to know. Uh, I'd like to pitch you a show idea. Uh, mm-hmm. What do you think about a a wait, radio wait, is show this, is centered around time? playing Sudoku? <laughs> how, how do you? How do you? <laughs> <laughs> Lorenzo, right. Lor, Lor, I, I, yeah, I, I'm giving no background. Lorenzo, Lorenzo uh, hosted a segment on our challenge podcast the other day. I where, no, I did. I did no such thing. That wasn't me. That's, that was that's right. That was ZJ Lavin. Uh, where where he had an entire segment that was centered around us playing Sudoku on a on a audio podcast. It was amazing. Oh, why would that? Who does that? Why would that be a final? Uh, ZJ's final. That's an awful final. You were so succinct with your answer when I came in. I was so stunned. Like listen, you're really, you're, I was to come in the middle of a Lorenzo ramble. Cut ZJ some slack. All right, ZJ ZJ has a lot of shit going. Oh, can I curse? I've cursed. I'm sorry. We can curse. No, we yeah, yeah, Fuck you, yeah, can, you curse. can curse. Yeah. Hey, ZJ has a lot of stuff going on and currently on his plate. So listen, I wanted to make like at one point I thought, can I make them play Jenga at home? But then it's going to be through a Zoom call. So they each have to have Jenga. Like, can they balance stuff? Who can balance the highest tower of, of things? And honestly, charades. Like, charades would have been another great, great podcast. Great. Another great podcast segment. <laughs> Anyway, I, I don't mean to crash your interview too heavily, but just, you know, thought I'd check mm. in, see how it's going, see what random thought you're in the middle of. Seems like It seems like things are going great for you. Charlie, do you think you need thought to convey or language to convey thought? Wow, you guys are getting deep in here. Do you need right. language to convey thought? I don't even know where to begin on that. Um, I mean, well, if sign language exists, but I guess sign language is based on a language. That's a language. It's in it's wow. ASL. It's in the. I need to. I need to consume. It's in the name. Or more than what I've consumed at this point to to think about this uh, this problem. <laughs> Wait till you hear Lou's other question. Oh, okay, we're not. Hit me, Lou. Not, uh, oh, not yet. No. Okay. Yeah. Not. Not. Not yet. Not quite yet. Um, Can't wait. All right, we're gonna do. A, sorry, I completely just got thrown off. I'm. I'm seriously. I've got that language question. Like wedged in my head now I, I keep obsessing over it um this entire time we're going to keep it rolling though charlie thank you for uh crashing lorenzo's 
uh, podcast, by the way. Uh, we, we appreciate it. He did the same thing to Billy, uh, to his, his zoom and, uh, stretched, man, I think we went like two and a half hours with that, that episode. So lots of, <laughs> Lorenzo That's gave us lots of, lots content of content machine, man. Yes, That's what you I'm are. here for. Absolutely. You are it's not, it's all, right. all great, but it's something. <laughs> Hey, they uh, you, you mine long enough, you're going to find a diamond, right? That's 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 how I view it. All right, next up, we've got Leber Reddit. I believe he has joined us. Go ahead, Leber Reddit. Lorenzo, greetings. I can't see you. Oh, there you are, Mark. Hello, sir. I'm right here. Hello. First off, I I, I lightly troll you on Twitter every once in a while with the Lorenzo oh, only zone, you? and and you're a good sport, so I do appreciate it. Some people are not so. Uh, with that type of sense of humor. Anyways, um, you appear to be a big gamer. At least you play Animal Crossing a lot. So what's one thing that you wish you knew in the beginning when you started to play Animal Crossing that you knew now? And as a follow-up question, you're on a desert island that happens to have video games. You can only bring one game. What do you bring? Wow. The I'll hang up and listen. Desert, the, the old desert island. The old deserted island question. Um... As far as, as gaming, uh, not enough time to do that anymore. <laughs> uh, my, my poor island of Boom Boom has been, uh, is, is probably in shambles right now, asking, or they're all worried sick about me, wondering where I've disappeared to. But uh, what I would have liked to have known, uh, the amount of time that I would have lost playing that damn game, uh, the amount of bells that, that you would have had, you would have lost, that's the, the currency in the game. Um, and I, and, and, and I have a feeling that it's just, it's going to be this, this monster of a game because it's been, they have Nintendo announced they're going to support it for another three years. So yeah, it's going to, it's going to keep people coming back to it. Um, actually, but, but it, it but this is I, terrible. I, are you going to answer the question? What is going on here? Answer the question. What? This is the worst David answer. Mark. He's trolling. This is, what did I this is a Lorenzo I showed up for. This is exactly why I joined <laughs> yeah. this Zoom call. We, well, we, we made it. Mind. I, don't I don't know that I would have hated Tom Nook so much. Like, I don't want to know. Screw Tom Nook. Don't I don't know. Don't answer the question. What would I want to know? I like save up my bells for, for a lunar lander to put in my house. Uh, collect all the blue shells you see. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I'm not sure if that's an answer because I've never played Animal Crossing. So don't do it. Don't do it, Crispy. The game that I would take with me, the one game, um, hmm. Oregon Trail. Oregon Trail. Okay, here we go again. Um, Solid. Marble Madness is also one that I would probably. Tecmo. Ooh, Tecmo Bowl. Yeah, but that's uh, who you're going to play with if you're there by yourself. The computer? No. That that NES AI is not. Sim City 2000. That is a great one. Who said that one? Me. First answer asking the questions. Mark, that was C. Thank you. Thank you for the assist. SimCity 2000 was like game, like it's a landmark game. Uh, although I don't, I, uh, full disclosure, I never played with the disasters on. It was just, it, it took so long to make a working city. And then all of a sudden, the last thing I needed were aliens to show up and turn everything to windmills or or a hurricane to come through. Like I lived hurricanes. I don't need my, 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 my city. It took me a week and a half to build, be destroyed by some stupid tropical storm. Right. Uh, Rampage 64 was great. I saw that one just come up here. Well, the original Rampage was 
That's that's in the the, the, the Hall of Fame. Um, yeah, SimCity 2000. I'll go with that one. Okay. Now, the the spinoff Sims, not so much. Sim Tower. So was a little exciting. If we can review, if we can review my two questions. The first one, I don't think you ever answered. And then the second question, you took my answer that I gave you. That's what you <laughs> gave with my questions. Because SimCity 2000 is the answer. That's a great game. This now, then, are you gonna you're gonna have to bring your PC then? So is that cheating the question then? Because I'm gonna have a PC and thus I can access like I don't know uh, Steam or something online. Is there online on this island? Can I play an online game? I I need more more details from you, Mark. Uh, Before- 56k 56k modem is all. Body. <laughs> oh no 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 no! I'm 56k. Yeah, well, SimCity. Windows 95. Okay. The Windows 95 right, before, PC. Before this turns into a Samson Ariel Hawani uh, episode between you two, I'm going to keep it rolling here. Leverett, thank you for the question. That was that was actually a really good question. All right. Next up, we've got Mike Ryan fan accounts. Go ahead, Mike Ryan fan account. Hello, Lorenzo. Hello, Mike Ryan fan account. Where are you? Are you play? Are you playing your video games? No. Um. <laughs> My question is about your cat. So tell me more about your cat. Well, how old is it? And uh, how does it like the new baby? The cat is great. Um, the cat's about four years old now. Um, and he, uh, Arnold the Furminator, has is, is been acting just fine with the baby. A little curious. Uh, we'll come up to her bouncer and peek in. But then when she starts crying, he hates loud things. He's, very, he's riddled with anxiety. And uh, he just takes off. But for the most part, I just worry about the hair that he drops. Oh, there he is. I'm sorry. I'm distracted by Anthony's many, many backgrounds. Uh, <laughs> I saw my dad at one point. I saw uh, an, uh, a gray alien. I saw my, 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 my baked apple pie. Sorry. This is a great uh, detour for the podcast audience. Hey, there's the audio, audio medium, Lorenzo. Yeah, audio just, medium. Just, to let, just to let the listeners know, uh, Anthony in Brooklyn has been cycling through backgrounds the entire time Lorenzo has been talking. I cannot imagine how distracting that is. Um, and it's all personal photos that Lorenzo. Yeah, I don't know if I should be flattered or, or scared. <laughs> yeah. I trolled your Twitter and your Insta for about 20 minutes and downloaded is it. Has it only been Instagram? Because <laughs> I hope it's only Instagram. Can I no, tell you guys, though, that Twitter when too. we recorded with Billy Gill, Lorenzo did the exact same thing for about Correct. 20 minutes. So I know. did, I did fitting backgrounds. I did some shell Silverstein. I did uh, what Tasmanian, the Tasmanian devil, devil. Yeah. golden girls, golden girls. That one was just, that was Charlie. I went through my whole, my whole library of zoom backgrounds. This, this is I'll I'll tell one Lorenzo story. Then I'm going to go eat dinner. But uh, when we started the late dinner, at, at the beginning of quarantine, uh, we would have these zoom calls with everyone for our office every single day. And Lorenzo took the time to, record from his computer's vantage point a video of him walking around his own room vacuum cleaning doing all sorts of just different chores in the background figured out how to format that into a zoom background and then proceeded to in a, in a conference call of like numerous like 40 different people put this up as his background and then was was stunned when nobody had said anything he's like no no oh, there were like three or four that picked up like what's who's that behind you is that sarah and like, oh man that's you and, and i had yeah. like a whole little like like Big Zoom back. A little scene, a little scene. Like the person, me, comes up to me and is like, hey, I'm cleaning here. I started vacuuming, uh, playing, playing Wii in the back. This man's an absolute gem. 
I, this is um, I, I this is a great little snapshot. I know the rest of this interview is going to be just as bizarre. And Lorenzo, <laughs> best of luck to you. Go eat, Charlie. You, Charlie Hume. Wait, wait. What's host, for dinner? What's for dinner? Host of host of ESPN's number one challenge podcast. Thank Let's you. go. Thank you so much for joining us and crashing Lorenzo's podcast. Thank but you, by Charlie. The way, it is hey, for Charlie. What are we eating? Uh, Shake Shack. Hot dog okay. and some nuggets with some barbecue sauce. All right. Hot yes, dog sir. from Shake Shack? Lord, I'm Hot hungry. dog. I was. I know. So, I know. Normally, you should get a burger from Shake Shack. And the burgers sure. are good. But you the hot dog nugget combo in, instead of fries. You know what I mean? I feel like nuggets are an upgrade on fries. Absolutely. I don't know. It's, it's a weird thought process. But no, I hear you. Anyways. I hear you. It's legit. Appropriate for the Zozo. Thank you, Charlie. Appreciate it. Appreciate hey, You'll have fun. Don't keep Thanks, it too man. late, huh? Oh, Mark, Tetris. Tetris is also like, that's a game that you'll never forget. You'll never We're not. go. You're never going to go. We're not go doing this anymore, of... Lorenzo. We are done with this question. Lorenzo, <laughs> we're not doing this anymore. It's not fluid. We can't like, I can't change. No, like my, no, we can't. Can I ship back my, my copy of SimCity 2000? It is just like another game in return on my island. Look, we want to, no. we don't, we literally don't want to keep you here all night. And if you let us, we absolutely will. And you have a newborn at home. My so, wife will not allow that. Yes, exactly. So we, we want to make sure we get through the questions. And then if there's time at the end, you can take that, you know, end of the segment. You've got to the end of the segment to change your answer. Okay. So just keep that in mind. All right, up next, we've got Steve. I believe he's got a, uh, a studio simulcast question for you. Go ahead, Steve. How's it going, Lorenzo? Hello, Steve. How you doing, buddy? So, our so good so my, friend Steve from, the, from, our, from our New York show. It was a good night. How is your missus, by the way? She's you guys great. Are still married, she, right? Yeah, she doesn't uh, uh, want to be as much, but we are still, so <laughs> we're still kicking. The uh, helping container saved our marriage, so we're good. Excellent. Uh, so my question is basically, so the kind of the running joke is that they always make fun of you for missing a shot or taking too long to produce something. So I just kind of want to give you the, the time to air your grievances on something that maybe they took too long to get to you that made it go longer or just kind of just shit on somebody from the show, basically, because it, it's it's always against you. Uh, where do I begin? If this was like fest, uh, like Festivus, this, this, would, this is where I would just go to town. Um First off, let's let's put this out, out there. I'm not the director of the show. I don't cut cameras. I don't say, hey, that looks really good over there. Let's take that shot because I've done that. And there are directors, the, not, not the, the main director I work with, Bill, the man. Uh, there are some directors who don't take kindly to you telling them what cameras to cut because that's their job. So I don't do that. When Dan's like, oh, you missed the shot. I remember the I remember the day that I got grilled uh, online for missing the uh, Billy uh, Billy ripping his shirt, and I'm like, I was mad at my at at my director at that, that time because we missed that glorious moment. Right. And, I mean, I think in the, in the long run, it made for a nice, better, bigger moment in in, in the, show, the style of the show. But yeah, that's not me. I'm not doing that. I wish I was because I'm 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 constantly looking at all the monitors and making sure that I'm giving also a heads up to the director on things like that. So that's not me, Dan. He, he after what two decades of being on television or around television, he should know the producers don't cut the cameras. So that's that's just lazy ripping by Dan. Um, as far as the 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 many. Uh, side projects and and quests that i've 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 
put the show on. Uh, the UCF one, that's all on me. I will, I will, I don't know if I, that, that one was uh, my fault. I tried to make it a bigger and grander thing. I envisioned like a game day setup at uh, the UCF campus because originally it was just going to be, it was going to be a lower, low key thing where we're just going to hand them the trophy. That's it. I'm like, no, let's do this big. Let's do this. Let's make it a big event. And in doing so, it just got, I made it more complicated than it should have. And uh, UCF finally got cold feet and they're like, no, we can't account for the security and all that would, that all this would entail. But ESPN was, I'll be, I'll be on the record saying that ESPN was on board to do that. We were ready to make it like a mini game day uh, setup at uh, UCF to crown them national champions. Uh, the other many of projects, I mean, there's some that are still on hard drives around, around here. Um, some of those, yeah, some of those, uh, I'm not going to lie. I'm a one man band. I, I, I have to do a show daily by myself. I have to put out social at times by myself and, and then get to some of these side projects by myself. Um, oh, there's my fat head. Thanks. Uh, thanks Anthony. Um, but there are some projects I would like to get to that are that maybe some day might see the might see the light of day, but we got to figure out how we got to figure out how to make them uh, current. I'll, I'll leave it at that. Evergreen. <laughs> there's some evergreen ones, but there's one that I there's one that that if Charlie was here, he would know the one I'm talking about. Uh, but uh, I do feel like there's it's a glorious bit that now wouldn't resonate unless we we kind of make it bring it to, 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 to current day but maybe maybe soon we'll see after after this baby there's no simulcast so maybe maybe i i, I get, get to work on some of these these uh, lost projects Thanks i hope that answers up. your questions no, perfect thank you man all right uh up next we've got pamela i believe she's got uh some uh food-related questions as well so we're going to dive right back into that along with some uh some other recommendations go ahead pamela Hi. hey pamela all right, let's go. So I am also DMV local. I'm a little further south than you, but we're kind of neighbors. Okay. Um, Are you also Maryland or no, Virginia? No, I'm Virginia. Okay. But I travel to eat because that's my passion. So I have lots of places that I love and wondered what are your favorite DMV spots to eat, to go to shows. Maybe we share some of the same spots. Ooh. Um, I like the, the Hamilton is a good place that has both good eats and also good live shows. Uh, recently we, the wharf area has just exploded. Um, and there's everything from sound and not soundstage. What's the, uh, the Anthem, sorry. The Anthem is a phenomenal venue. I went to go see the Lonely Island there. Great, great place. Uh, and there's a number of restaurants that just up and down the, the wharf. You can't go wrong there. I like uh, Le Diplomat, uh, some good uh, uh, French cuisine uh, down 14th Street and 14th and T. It's up in, uh, somewhere on 14th Street in, in DC. What else is there? Ted's Bulletin is, is like that's where I that's that's my go to. That's my 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 safe pick. Um, there is a there's a Cuban place that opened up in DC. Uh, which is my colada shop. They are pretty good. They're not oh, my, man. I know, I know. That's, that's why I said they're pretty good, John. When they first opened, they were, they were the be- next best thing outside of Miami for me. 
as far as Cuban Cuban treats and like cafecito. Their cafecito was actually legit. Um, then they got too popular and, and too 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 important, and the quality kind of dropped down a bit. I'm sorry, my colada shop. Um, what other places? Uh, oh, um, I, my wife and I always have loved going to. Let me get the year right. <laughs> it's because. Uh, I'm, I'm going to sound like a 1789. 1789. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Fantastic. Thank you. 1789. That's where we had our second anniversary and fourth anniversary dinners. And there, that's the top echelon for me. I love 1789. Yeah. And uh, as far as like, you said also places to go uh, to, to, for, for, for performances for, for, for music, um, Shows, I believe, yeah, yeah. Black Cat uh, is a is a little bit more of a uh, it's like a grungier live band venue. Uh, also, um, out by, on U Street, you, you've got uh, I forget it's it's next to Satellite. Satellite's also another fun place. They have the best burgers and some of the best milk boozy boozy milkshakes in town. Yeah. 930 Club is down there. The 930 Club. Yeah. Talking- Open if- What's up? Wait. I oh, no, you. on U Street, are you talking about the Velvet Lounge on U Street? Velvet Velvet Lounge had the best music bar none in town. It rivaled some of Miami's clubs for me as far oh, as hold on, man. I know, I know, John. I'm sorry. <laughs> Miami Miami's though is long gone. This is now DC though. And Velvet Lounge. Uh, my group of friends up here, also from Miami, will say the best music, bar none, the best DJs, and Velvet Lounge. Also, the biggest shithole at times in, in D.C. Sticky floors, just people up, sweaty people up against each other. But once again, the best music to dance to. Great the great vibe in there. Uh, so those, I guess, would be some of the go-to spots. Oh, and also... Uh, another bar that I recently recently came up with in the last few years, um, the Players Club. It shouldn't surprise anyone. Uh, it's a big barcade, uh, and and I and that's where I celebrated my last birthday. It's it's a it's a, it's it looks like a 1970s rompus room, but also with just pinball machines and and good drinks. Um, I hope that answers your 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 question, Pam. It does, but I would suggest because um, you mentioned soul food earlier. Fells Point, uh, the Blue Moon Cafe for brunch. It's unbelievable. You got to get there early. They don't take reservations. There's he's writing. He's writing this down. I'm writing it down. So whatever. I got the. What do we order? Um, It's Fells Point Blue Moon Cafe. Yeah, Fells Point neighborhood in Baltimore, Blue Moon Cafe. They have um, French toast that is rolled in crushed Fruit Loops. They have chicken and waffles. The, it's all ridiculous and it's all obnoxious sized portions. It's so worth waiting. I think the omelets are like seven or eight eggs. It's out of control. It is worth your time. Holy cow. That's a, that's quite a trek though over in, in, in Baltimore, but totally I, have written, I have written it down, Pamela. Oh, and also Rose's luxury. I recently, yes. oh, yeah. recently, Recently got a chance to go to Roses. Actually, no, we didn't. We didn't go. We we picked up because right as the only only way you can go to Roses is when there's a pandemic and it's takeout. Yeah. Uh, because Roses Luxury also no reservations. It's impossible uh, to to get a, a table there. But 
Yeah, it's one of the best places in town. From, yeah, from what I know, it's hours wait to get there and get in line. So. Damn, sounds like it's worth it then. If you got, particularly if, if right now with takeout, if if that's that's an option, not having to stand in that line, wait for a table. Um, all right, we're going to keep it moving along here to the uh, the guy that you are now unsure of if he broke into your house and went through your uh, <laughs> photo albums from when you were a kid or exactly. That's me. Uh, that's <laughs> me with my with my horrible horrible mushroom cut. Anthony in Brooklyn, go ahead, man. You are up. Hey, Bill. Thanks for joining us. Hey, Anthony. So I wanted to ask you, and it's sort of been covered throughout this by John. Do you miss Miami? Like, or how much do you miss Miami? I mean, you know, I mean, I know you love D.C. and D.C. is a great city. Don't get me wrong. I mean, New York's the best, but, you know, D.C. is really, really a close third. Um, yeah, well, you know. To New, New York, own, no, but. New York is actually one of my favorite cities. I, I, I get into a lot of trouble every time I go to New York. Fun trouble. Um, do I miss for? Miami? Hell yeah. Well, how much do you I, miss Miami, I guess? Um, some things, certain things. Uh, I miss the, the people. I miss the food. I miss my family. I miss the, 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 the attitude at times of Miami. And I also don't miss the attitude of Miami at times. It's a double-edged sword. Uh, it's, it's been, it, I think the, the greatest thing I ever did was leave Miami. Um, it hurt and it was not an easy decision. I left uh, back in 20, 2013, if I'm not mistaken. I left 2013. Uh, to go to Bristol to work up there, uh, I there was that was the only way I would have I would have easily left Miami it was some big career changing opportunity and and that it was uh, without that I wouldn't have been here when it ended up working on this this great show that we all love um, I wouldn't have had any of the things that I now have because I've met my wife here I, I I bought a house here I've set up a life here but uh, it's not Miami it never will be. Uh, Miami also though, Miami, the Miami today is not the Miami that I grew up in. It's also changing. So, um, that fond memory of Miami, I, I will always treasure it. And, and, and I will take Miami wherever I go because everywhere I do go, it's Lorenzo from Miami, much like John in Miami. <laughs> Miami is very much a part of woven into the people that, that are from there. I know it sounds pompous and, and oh, look at us! We're the Miami three hundred five till we die. Oh yeah, I said it, but it's very true. Like it, you, it stays with you. Uh, people from New York will say that. People from from you got to take your, where you're from with you because that's it's it's part of who you are. And uh, I I think you put up the Los Piratas, which is an old like think of like Discovery Zone back in the day. That was our Discovery Zone when I was like four or five. When I was in that age in that picture you had behind you. Uh, that was that was a place that that means that that says Miami to me. Um, the tropical park, that's 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 a place I, I, I will never find a park as unique as tropical park. There are some beautiful parks up, up here, much, much nicer than tropical park. But tropical park was where I celebrated birthdays, where I did little league, uh, where uh, you name it, like Santa's Enchanted Forest was there. I took my girl, my, my girlfriend, girlfriend at the time, now wife, <laughs> and uh, and she's like, I can see why you guys like this 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 little tourist tourist trap of a of a of an amusement park. Um, Miami will always be a very fond uh, 
I have a very large part in my my heart and my psyche and, and who I am. I do miss it, um, but it's the life. Life. I'm I'm glad that I left Miami. Let's put it at that because I got to see the world outside of Miami. Miami. Right. Miami is a melting pot to a certain extent. Like Miami has like it, I wish Miami was much more more uh, the different cultures. In Miami actually meshed a little bit better or molded together uh, a little bit more, but um, it's, 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 it's an interesting place. Go down there, explore Miami. Not when, not right now though, because it's infested by COVID. Right. It's a good answer. I think, I think a lot of people, it's, it's hard to rip that bandaid off and, and not, not just like, obviously you just said, put down, you, you put down roots in DC now. Like it's, it feels like home. Uh, Technically Maryland. Oh, Maryland. Okay. Exactly. Yes. There we go. Home so, of so, one Jim Henson and oh, Kevin really? Garnett. Oh, no. Okay. I, Kevin, Garnett's, Kevin Garnett's Fiji County. I shouldn't welcome okay. in here. That fraud. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, it's uh, it, different doesn't mean worse or bad. It's just different, and it, it takes some getting used to. So I completely completely feel you on that answer. Um, so, by the way, if you need to go, let us let us know. Like any, you know. What time is it? We're an hour in? Uh, yeah. No, we're – good for we just got a few more questions good half hour or less uh sweet all right and up next we've got jeff i believe uh jeff has a question about grenades go ahead jeff <laughs> great segue hey, hey Zito, it's jeff hello um, jeff i'm so excited about this i want to um i want to phrase this delicately because i i truly mean it from like a point standpoint of like admiration more so than anything but like do you have this distinct ability to drop a hand grenade in the middle of a bit in a way that i personally find hysterical and i desperately (laughs) aspire to but my fellow podcasters would get very upset at me about if i had done so so i want to know how is it that you kind of fell into that role and what's the best way to like you know Really ruined a bit, but without everybody hating you. <laughs> Jeff, that is a phenomenal question. And shame on your colleagues for, for giving you grief about who you are and the role that you play. He threw us okay? under the bus just then. This is also, uh, I, I don't know if Jeff knows this. This is actually his last episode with us. Jeff, no, no, I'm, no, I'm starting a... a, a I a meant that all very This lovely. can't happen. Yeah, the man is a potato. That sounds like you just insulted him. Like, uh, the, He's an, no, the, no. He has a, a, an incredibly appealing ad, a personality. <laughs> can't get rid of him. Well, that, that was just, a, I just called an audible just then, uh, just based on him throwing us under the bus. Mm. I, yes. No, it was it wasn't throwing you under the bus. It was it was a question about how he approaches, like in interacting with you know like the Levitard universe, lobbing he's, like in a, he's extremely yeah, good lobbing grenades into bits, essentially. That was my Jeff, question. Be your your amazing carb filled self. Don't let any of these people change who you are. <laughs> Speak your mind. Say whatever you see from all your many eyes. Uh, be yourself. Don't 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 be boxed in into any 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 personality that these these people want you to be. So if you want to be a potato, be a goddamn potato. Thank That's, you, though. I appreciate that. I love throw you. all the grenades you want because grenades are 
And they're fun. They're dangerous, but they're fun. <laughs> you can love a good explosion. That's that's good advice. That's advice to live life. Uh, 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 be your, what would you say? Be your potato, your goddamn potato self? <laughs> be your, if you want to be a potato, be a goddamn potato. Okay. All right. Good, good words. Sorry. To sorry for, sorry for cursing. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's all right. We've got that explicit rating it, for a reason. Because you came down on poor Jeff the potato and this is, you got me riled up. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. All right. We'll, we'll start a hashtag free Jeff and, and we'll see how we feel about Jeff it. Jeff the potato. Um, Yes, Jeff the Potato. All right, up next we have Barrett. I believe he's got a challenge uh, question for you. Go ahead, Barrett. Hey, so, Zoe, I got to say the challenge pod is fucking phenomenal. I like it more than the actual challenge. Also, this is a hard-pressed question. I, I thought, sorry, <laughs> sorry, Barrett, I thought I was that was a question. Or, back I was and like, nothing came, so I kept it moving, I guess. <laughs> The podcast is probably better than the challenge. There, I said it. Yes, I agree with you. Thank I actually took full. I mean, another full disclosure. I have, I, I, I know the characters, the big, the big vets on the challenge, but it wasn't until Charlie, the Charlies, and Billy got on board with this this podcast that I actually, actually, my, we we actually sat through an entire season of this damn thing. So credit to them for making that show a little bit more more. Uh, tolerable i think i think a lot of it had to do with timing and other things not uh happening but not to shit on the challenge because the challenge pod is amazing my question about it is and this is something i asked charlie whose pod is the number one espn challenge pod representing out of all the guests that you've had on and all the wishy-washy this is a josh pod or this is a laurel pod where do you actually stand Hmm. I mean, Laurel kind of helped put them on the map, I think. Right. Like she, she was a huge advocate for them uh, early on. So I would say more Laurel. I, I always thought they should have been a Miz pod. Not that the Miz needs any more, more publicity, but the Miz, when they got the Miz, I was like, all right, you guys are actually doing something, (laughs) something meaningful here. The Miz is showing up. So Um, my thing, I didn't even know that the Miz was a real world person i only knew oh, yeah. the wrestling world just Mm-mm. you know I, he, he was, was a character in the real world or he was a contender but yeah it, the I, and then to learn that was crazy the miz was back in my day back in my day um one of the real world contestants i remember uh like uh, tech tech and uh i remember the white at, at season the most uh what was her name she had a huge crush on her it was it vanessa Oh, oh yeah, the, 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 there was the Miz. The, like there was a few names that would always like, for some reason, just be around the, the real world and the road rules world. And the Miz was that's where I mean that's where the Miz was created. That that persona was on the real world. So see, and that's the I got into the real ro- real world road rules challenge. The don't be ashamed. And- I have that happens to me all the time. I'm I'm always tripping over. Uh, Red River Rivalry. Can't say it. Can't say it. Red Try River it fa- Rivalry? Say it faster. Red River Rivalry. That's it. No, it's pretty good, actually. Yeah. I'm, well, that's, that's Red River fun. Rivalry. See, if I do it too fast, Red River Rivalry. It, I sound like Scooby-Doo. Saying, All right. What about Toy Boat? Toy Boat, Toy Boat, Toy Boat, Toy Boat, Toy Boat, Toy Boat, Toy Boat. You got to oh. do it by syllables. <laughs> 
Toy boat. You can race toy boats at uh, Tropical Park. Yeah. Ooh, wait, 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 wait. There was a there Metro Zoo, Miami, or there was Zoo Miami. What well, used to be Zoo Miami was called Metro Zoo, and they had next to the crocodiles, uh, they had a like a like a remote control uh, boat race as well. I know you remember that one, John. Yep. No, but on Tropical Park, they they actually take like these these. Oh yeah, the big boats, the one the, the, the gas powered ones, the one they remote in Miami. controlled. Yeah. They also have my tropical park also has a distinction of being having the highest point elevation point in Miami. I think as well. Six feet? there's one hill. There's one Six huge feet? ass used hill. to roll down that thing. Yes. I used to take my bike and take it all the way to the top and then just zoom right down. And that's it. There's no other, like maybe like a mole hill or something. Not even there's like an anthill. That's probably the second <laughs> highest point. There's not a lot of high points in Miami. except tropical parks hill. All right. So we were talking about boats, right? Or the challenge. But thank you for talking. Honestly, I lost. I looked down at uh, a message from someone on my uh, uh, on Twitter. It's uh, because people are sending me questions like mid podcast, and I lost track. I have no idea how you guys got onto toy boats. I completely missed that. I'm going to be honest with you. (laughs) That was MVP Jeff who brought that to our attention. Can I jump? Can I jump in real quick? Lorenzo, you're a challenge fan, right? Oh. I wasn't listening either. Sorry, Stu got so strong of me. <laughs> I appreciate the challenge, and I appreciate the challenge what the challenge gave us in this pandemic, which was some some pseudo sport to watch. And the worst, there was finale. nothing. There was nothing else. There was nothing else to watch as that, that came. What NBA two K league E league? No, no, thank you. Yeah, I'm I'm not watching NASCAR drivers uh pretend to yeah uh, pretend to race either. That's what Twitch is for. Exactly. All right. We are going to Jeff, you look beautiful, by the way. <laughs> what is he what's shining bright now? like a diamond? No, he's just he's blissing. Thank you kindly, Zoe. I really appreciate that. You guys are two peas on a pod, <laughs> completely <laughs> derailing every chance you get. Okay, we're going to round out the uh, the lineup with. Uh, I'm going to throw it back to Lou Rafter, aka Bruce and Sales. Go for AKA, it, Lou. aka Floyd and Sales. All right, Lorenzo, um, I need you to call Kenny Loggins because you're in the Lorenzen zone. Whoa! <laughs> for our listeners, uh, uh, Floyd and Sales, Lou Rafter, uh, he just. Shows yes. his custom hat. Oh, Ooh. I'm, I'm kind of glad. Awesome. That, I'm glad that Charlie left because when he was on, I started this uh, afterwards with Tony Collins. So all the previous guests haven't got a custom hat. So I was hoping that he wasn't going to be on and be like, "Hey, where's my hat?" Oh. <laughs> I'm. This is this is That's this, that is this my Brian fan account. This is moving because I've yet to like. I, I, here's the thing. I haven't gotten a caricature made. I haven't asked Angel to make a caricature of me because I feel like that would be, that would be my ego talking, but there's no, there's no merchandise. There's no, nothing with my, my likeness on it. So to have a Lorenzo hat is truly, uh, it's an honor. Thank you. Thank you very much, Lou. My engines are revved up and ready to go. All right. Good. Good. All right. So, um, We'll end the night off with, have you ever pooped your pants? Oh, who hasn't? Exactly. I mean, 
yesterday. You want before yesterday? Um, Wait, yesterday? I think it might have been no. Um, <laughs> you, are we telling a story or just it's, your name? It's, it's just a. It, it can Up be whatever you. you want. You turn. Hey, Lorenzo, <laughs> work your magic. You, this is the question: Have you ever pooped your pants? You take that palette and you create art for us. Uh, my most infamous uh, surprise uh, poop, uh, as, I, as you call it, will let it out. Be, I'll let it out. I let it out that day, the first day of sixth grade. Uh, sixth grade, I went. I went to a middle school, high school by the name of Belen Jesuit Preparatory School, a, one of the most prestigious schools in in I don't know America, but in Miami. Forget those Columbus kids. It's all about Belen. We make men for others. Um, sixth grade, first day, my stomach is in knots. I'm nervous as hell. It's it's a prep school, so it's shirt and tie, very very strict. Um, I'm freaking out. There's there's a PE, a third period, I think it is, right before lunch. So all throughout the day, the morning, I'm like just a nervous wreck. And PE comes, we're getting dressed and changing into our PE gym clothes. And our teacher, Coach Fraga, takes us to learn about wrestling, Greco-Roman wrestling. Um, oh, boy. And he does this in a small, he does this in a small classroom in, in, in the, the coach's office area and it's a very small cramped room with like 20 kids up on like on desks sitting like there's no not enough space for everybody this is this is a, a nightmare waiting to happen and i start hearing the bubble guts the i'm like i need to go i need to get out of here but i'm still not like i'm, I'm still afraid to leave the class because then 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 if I'm gone for X amount of minutes, everyone knows, oh man, Lorenzo just shitting his life away. I try to, I try to hack it. I try to just stay there and just wait it out. Hopefully it subsides. And sure enough, it keeps just intense. So I, I think maybe if I just like let out a little fart, a little bit of the gas, kind of, kind of bring down the, the, everything that's doing in there. Horrible decision. Awful decision. We were eating, we were sitting on the floor Indian style, and what I thought was just going to be a little tiny, uh, tiny little poop became a whole lot of poop. And and at that point, my I I remember my eyes just went wide. I the, the, the stupid wrestling instructional videos going on. I'm like, oh, this got to get on 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 all fours, and then the other the, the other position. And this is all going on. Everyone's slowly smelling. Get, get, getting a whiff of, of, of what I'm cooking and and you hear it sick bunch of sixth graders like oh, oh man who farted oh what's that smell and I wait and I wait and I wait just sitting in it I'm literally sitting in it waiting and I then ask hey coach coach Farga can I go to the bathroom and I don't I don't look back I don't I I duck waddle dart right out of the, the room and and I just I got to the to, to, to the locker room and just took off everything I, I, I showered there were showers I showered that's how bad it was and I then caught I, I at that point the day was was lost I don't right. care about fourth fifth sixth seventh period I actually <laughs> called my mom I'm like oh my god I gotta go I can't I'm like 
I can't recover from today. I just shot my pants. I shot everything. It's it's this this is a disaster. And yeah, that was my first day of sixth grade. It was a half day. My first half day of sixth grade at, at Belen Jesuit. I'm sure some some my old one of my old colleagues will listen. One of my old schoolmates will listen to this and be like, "Oh, it was fucking Zoe that that shot his fucking kid <laughs> in Coach Fraga's PE class." There you go. All right, years we're later, gonna, we're gonna end it on so, that note, Lorenzo. That was a that was a strong on a minute. shit story on a poop yeah, story. Absolutely. Literally, yep, that's it. Yeah, man. That that was that was uh that was the last one we had for you. We presented you with the hat, or I say we, Lou Rafter did. Uh, Floyd and Sales, Bruce and Sales, Lorenzo ended on the hat. Couldn't we? We, we couldn't. I'm sorry. Uh, we this has kind of become our thing now. So Lorenzo Rodriguez, producer for ESPN, uh, uh, Lauren the Rodriguez, show simulcast, uh, the the uh, ESPN's number one challenge podcast producer. Uh, thank you so much. Is there anything else you'd like to plug? Hmm. hmm. What am I plugging? I, I don't know. What am I working on? Uh, should I plug? Uh, watch the wire. It's fucking amazing. Fuck yeah. <laughs> if you haven't seen it yet, go watch the wire. Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran, Marvelous Marvin Hagler, and Thomas Hearns. Legends, whose four-way rivalry defined one of the greatest eras in boxing history. Relive their decade of dominance in a new Showtime sports documentary, The Kings, a four-part series now streaming on Showtime.